What up? Happy New Year, everybody. Coulter Nuanas, Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Always, every day, every season. Thanks so much for being with us. Coming to you on a Saturday night. Happy New Year. It is New Year's Day. Just got back from Dahlberg Arena. Montana, stellar. 74-72 victory over Weaver State. Really good basketball game. Most fun I've had at a basketball game in a long time, honestly, because most of you guys haven't been there. It was really weird watching basketball in uh, empty arenas, but good to have Big Sky Conference play back in the state of Montana and uh, around the league. And it was a good game, back and forth game. Ton of runs between the Cats and the Grizz. That's a good Weber State team too. They entered the game 3-0 Big Sky Conference play. They had a nice 85-75 win in Bozeman over Montana State. Uh, Cats got back on track today. Cats were 1-2 coming into Saturday's action. And uh, they drilled Idaho State 60-40. to You can find uh, that recap on SkylineSportsMT.com right now as well. That was the matinee. Uh, that game tipped at 1. I had uh, Ahmed Adamu had a little 7-point burst himself. Ended up with 13 points. That kind of gave the Cats some separation. They only had 23 points at halftime. And then they scored 23 points in the first 10 minutes of the second half. And uh, opened up a 19-point lead and kind of cruised from there. So good win. Montana State, they're 2-2 two two in league play. Idaho State's 0-4. And on the Montana side of things, the game I just got back from, got the Grizz, definitely answered several different runs. Grizz were up 20 to 12 out the gates. And then Weber started getting stops, and they started together a, a really nice run, a 14-point run, and uh, pushed it all the way to 18 to three at one point. Uh, to take a pretty good lead, a three-possession lead there in the, in the first half, but a good response by the Grizz. Cam Parker and Robbie Beasley each had three-pointers. They're a good response at the end of the first half. And, uh, and then in the second half, a couple wild shots, kind of the, the main highlights for the Grizz. Derek Carter-Hollinger hit a three-pointer at the shot clock buzzer from about 25 feet away. <laughs> kind of a hot potato type shot. And uh, they got a block on the other end. And uh, then the, the game winner in the 74-72 Grizz victory, Lonel Martin Jr., junior college transfer from Otero College. He comes up with a circus shot. They ran the shot clock all the way down. Weber did a great job of fronting Josh Bannon. The half-court play out of the timeout was designed for Bannon, who's been really good here uh, early on in his sophomore year. And uh, instead, Cam Parker throws a little lob to Lionel Martin, and he catches it and does like a 270. Not quite a 360, a little bit more than a 180, and converts the hoop. Uh, you can see the highlight on Twitter, and you can see it within the embed of the Skyline Sports Story that you're likely looking at. A cool moment for him, probably his best moment as a Grizz, at least the most memorable one so far. But he had a big three earlier in the in the uh, late in the second half. That was a big shot as well. So uh, in this big sky breakdown, you're going to hear from Lionel Martin Jr. from Montana, as well as Cam Parker, the band who threw the pass. And you're also going to hear from Montana head coach Travis Takir, as well as Weber State head coach Ray Ray. Uh, Ray's team suffered their first big sky loss. They still do have 10 wins already this year. Started out 8-0 this season. And, uh, but, man, they're just cursed in Missoula. Ray, he now 17-20 and 20 against the Grizzlies. And he's only 4-15 and 15 in Missoula. So it's been a long road for Randy Ray's Wildcats when they come to Missoula. The more that changes, the more it stays the same. Kobe McEwen, Marquette transfer from Weber. He's the real deal. He scored 31 in Bozeman on, on Thursday and came back with 22 on Saturday, although he did have – 14, maybe 16 in the first half, and the Grizz did a little better job of him on, in the second half. Uh, Dylan Jones really carried the day for Weber State as well, one of the best freshmen in the league. I think he's the freshman of the year in the Big Sky Conference last year as well. Uh, he had 17 points, 16 rebounds to 
boost up Weber as well. But uh, Weber's a talented team. That's a good win by the Grizzlies. So now here we are entering the first full week of January. And uh, the Bobcats and the Grizzlies, they each have each other on the horizon. But first, Montana's got to go to Weber State. Or excuse me, to Eastern Washington. Uh, so a game in between. Uh, and then Sunday, Montana-Montana State rivalry game moved from Saturday because of the FCS National Championship football game. So right when we think we're diving all the way into Big Sky Conference hoops coverage, and we are, and uh, let us know what you think of this new format, of uh, these post-game podcasts. It just, it's a better way for us to just, uh, you know, use our resources, and hopefully you're enjoying it too. I think that this quick hitter is a lot more new age and a lot more multimedia, as, you know, all the kids would say. So hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, but... Uh, we'll be diving into a lot of the basketball coverage this week as well, leading up to the FCS National Championship game. But uh, next Saturday, excuse me, next Sunday, uh, the Montana-Montana State rivalry with both a doubleheader with the women and the men uh, squaring off in Bozeman, Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. So we'll have uh, some coverage for you leading up to and then through and after that game as well. Get things started here. Big Sky Breakdown, the hero of the night, Lionel Martin Jr., junior college transfer for the Grizzlies. Hit the acrobatic shot, also had a big three, and played a key role down the stretch for the Grizzlies. Lionel Martin following his first moment in the college spotlight. I guess, Linnell, you wanted to take us through that final sequence there, and, you know, what was the play call, and, you know, just how did you stay ready to, to catch that ball in midair and then score? Uh, the play call was initially to set a back screen for JB and let him work because he's been dominating down there in the post, and I think that was, like, a good play to go to, but Weber State recognized it, and I, right there we were just in for, we were just playing from the fly right there. I, I seen that my man was asleep, so I backdoored. I know Cam's a great passer, and he's seen it, and I knew it was one or two seconds left, so I had to get the shot off, so... And I guess just your awareness in that situation, like how did you Shout stick? out this guy, man. He made me look good. He caught it, spun in the air. Shout out, and he's our team barber. Shout out this guy. <laughs> um, just you know, how, did, how, did you, how did you have the awareness to, you know, know that the shot clock was almost down? Like, did, were, you, were you just keeping an eye on that? Or could you hear the crowd? What was that like? Uh, my, our bench does a really good job at letting us know when the shot clock's down. And I knew what, is it, he was going to shoot or I was going to have to get a rebound. I seen it was two seconds left on the shot clock and didn't have time for me to come down. So, yeah. Who's got the worst haircut on the team? Uh, worst haircut. Uh, I probably have to say Jack. You're doing all of them, right? So you're dogging yourself. Uh, I, don't, I don't do all of them. So, some of them go to a, a barber that the coaches bring in, but I don't, I don't cut all of them, though. Well, it seemed like you guys were really up for this game, though. So, so on a serious note, I mean, it seemed like you guys were ready to go for Weber. What did you think just coming into this game? Uh, I knew I don't I don't really know the history because right. it's my first year right. here, but I could feel the energy in the locker room before the game, and I knew that we just had to come out here and play play how we know how to play play defense, and you know everything to take care of itself. Obviously, the game winner was was a big shot, but the three you hit late too to answer uh, one of their threes that was big too. So I mean, in a game when you're going back and forth like that, how fun is that for you as a player? Uh, it's very fun. This is like this is my first time experiencing something like this in an arena like this with this many fans and stuff. So it was something I definitely like dreamed of when I. I was little, so it's fun to play. The team in close games last year faltered in a lot of these spots where it comes down to the last few minutes like tonight. What do you think it says about the maturity of you and the guys that you're able to come into a spot like that against a good team and pull it out? I think it says a lot about the maturity. Um, a lot of them know last year they had they could have finished better in the conference, but they, they struggled closing. And so um, we have some a really young, young team, but to be honest, they're very mature for um, how young they are, especially Josh Bannon. He's been a really good leader for how young he is as well. So... Seems like you guys are playing several different guys on the ball now. Cam, obviously, but it looks like Robbie's working in on there as well. How is the offense different when you play different guys at the one? 
Uh, it's not really, I think, uh, where he hurt his ankle a little bit, yeah. so he tried to give that a wrestle off the ball. And Robbie does a really good job at pushing the pace. And Bewitt's always guarding the best player, so that could be tired. Also, someone picking you up full court, so i give him a break, yeah. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. Cam Parker was good tonight again, 12 points, 8 assists. He had a couple uh, big shots, including a, a three on a design play to halt that early Weaver State run. And uh, the Grizz offense looked better this weekend. It really did. They were 10 of 19 from the floor. They had 16 assists on 28 made buckets, shot 52% overall. Robbie Beasley playing on the ball a little bit. Been a big boost for the Grizz. He had 19 points. And he hit five three-pointers. He had three three-pointers early in the second half and then picked up his fourth foul and had to head to the bench. Uh, but Brandon Whitney been struggling with a little bit with a rolled ankle. Uh, but he still did play 27 minutes. But play, he's playing a little off the ball. Uh, but Josh Bannon also his second straight double-double this weekend, 13 points, 10 rebounds for the big Aussie. Uh, but Cam Parker, who's kind of running the show right now for the Grizzlies, he talked to us a little bit as well about the assist as well as just the way this team is evolving. After moving to three and one, Big Sky Conference play. Um, Nick Cam, just you want you kind of want to kind of walk us through that last play. They said you guys were kind of looking for kind of the back door to Bannon, but yeah. just walk us through your perspective and you know seeing Lonell, you know getting that pass off. Yeah, uh, originally we were supposed to um, pass it to Bannon for a post up, but um, my guy was helping off a little bit and uh, JB saw that, so he passed it back to me and I saw uh, Lonell did a back door cut. I was trying to pass it to him a little bit earlier, but uh, I'm glad he made me look good because uh, I passed it to him with one second left and he only had one option and that was to go up, but he said he practiced practices that shot or he's practiced that shot before so I'm gonna just go with that did you so could you like see that there was one second left like what was your perspective on the shot uh, yeah because uh, coach Trav told me to go at 10 seconds and then uh, after that JB uh, dribbled the ball like two or three times and then as a player you kind of know you have five four three two then he made the back door cut and I passed it to him I didn't want to shoot the three so I was like I'd rather pass it to someone that's in the paint versus me you know shoot three from far away so Kind of a wild sequence for you guys, but obviously a pretty complete game uh, for you guys to get a win like this. Uh, just, you know, your thoughts on getting a chance to play Weber with a, you know, kind of packed house in this rivalry. Yeah, it's super cool to play Weber, and then especially with the fans. Like, uh, it was it was a high-intensity game uh, the last three times that we played them last year, and there were no fans. So I knew that with fans it would be, a, a, you know, a big like environment for us so uh, we all we all embrace it at least we're at home uh, this time but it'll definitely be, be a battle uh, when we have to play at Weber and then we're just looking forward to playing Eastern and then uh, Montana State you know that's a big one and we didn't get to experience that last year so we're all looking forward to those two games because we got to beat uh, Eastern we can't let them win four times in a row. The back and forth with Weber, is it because you guys have contrasting styles, or why do you think it is? Why is it always back and forth when you play Weber? Uh, you're saying, like, why is it like a close game? Yeah, but, like it, but it also seems like you know it's a game of runs. They'll yeah. make, you guys get yeah. a bunch of stops in a row. They'll get a bunch of stops yeah. in a row. I feel like, you know, with good teams, that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, it's it's hard to pull away from teams like Weber, like yeah. top teams in our conference. So we're used to, you know, back and forth games, and we know that we're not just going to come in here and blow them out. They're too good of a team for that. So And they're, they're greatly coached, so we know it's not going to be easy. And 
and I, it's it's on us because the runs we gotta we gotta finish it out, and that's how we take the next step is being a better team. But I'm just glad we got the win tonight. McEwen, number 15, he, he was cooking a little bit in the first yeah. half. You guys adjust a little bit though. What would you do to slow him down a little bit in the second half? Uh, we were just trying to ice the ball screens, and then you know uh, Brandon Whitney, um, Robbie Beasley, guys like that. They're really good at like on ball defense and stuff like that. So I think they took it a little bit personally that he was uh, playing so well in the first half, and he's a really good player. I've never played him before, but he definitely impressed me. I was in the game like, wow, this dude is... It's hard to impress me in the game, but that dude definitely did it for sure. But you're so good at playing the one. What have you thought of Beasley playing the one? I, I like it, honestly, yeah. because, like, he puts pressure on the defense, yeah. and then uh, when he passes it out to me, the defense is already, like, kind of moving around a little right. bit. And then when I play the one, I bring it up, and the defense is kind of looking at me a little bit more. So I like that he plays the one, and uh, I've been kind of uh, busting him a little bit because uh, he's he's become, like, a really good passer, actually. And sometimes in the games where I'm like, wow, like, I, I didn't think he could see that. But he's definitely developed and you know it's only year two so in the next couple years he would definitely be good speaking of developing I was talking with Travis a little bit about just your ability to close out in close games last year obviously faltered a little bit in conference play kind of hurt your record tonight you get it done what do you think it says about the group that you're able to close out like uh you know definitely experience last year you know we it was all of our first years together we didn't really have like that that kind of experience that leadership besides Mac and Freddie Brown a little bit but uh you know we try to do that in practice it's a lot of times where we don't close uh like drills out and stuff like that and all of our coaches get on us like hey that's what we did last year that's what we we did in the game so we made sure to try to close this one out and uh, I'm definitely happy that we all came together we stuck together the whole time because there's a lot of times that we faced adversity during that game like you said it was a game of runs so uh, I'm just proud of this group next up we have Montana head coach Travis Takir he's now 11 and 6 against Weber State in his career as the head coach at Montana and uh, he drops Weber head coach Randy Ray, a guy who has 300-plus wins in his career to 17-20 and 20 overall against Montana, including just 4-15 and 15 in Missoula. Travis Takir, postgame. Uh, Travis, just to kind of ask Lonnell, just, you know, what was kind of, I guess, the, the play call there at the end and, you know, just your, the improvisation of Cam and Lonnell to get that shot well, we put Cam in for that reason that, you know, late game, t- plays break down. The play doesn't always work, and, and somebody's going to be able to make a play. Uh, I knew that they'd be doing some switching and someone could come open and Cam's usually the guy that can find that guy. Um, but what we were looking for was a, was a screen for, for Bannon closer to rim and, and give him some time to either back down or pick off Lonell's man up top and see if Lonell may get free for a shot. Uh, neither was there, but they switched, which is why Lonell was open at the basket. He cut to the basket and Parker found him, which is what he does. Towards the kind of the end, you know, just it being back and forth like that, and I think both teams had stops leading up to that. So, you know, just what was that final minute like, you know, just trying to kind of, you know, game plan for that? Break even, man. It, 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 it's one of those where you can feel where has that ball last. It's going to win, and, and all we were screaming is one rebound, guys. We just we needed them to miss one time and get the rebound, and, and we'd be fine, and it finally happened. But uh, you're antsy because you just you don't know what they're going to run. You're trying to guess. Uh, someone's got to make a play. Unfortunately for us, we had some guys do that. I think each team had a 13-point run in the first like 22 minutes of this game. So what'd you think of just the back and forth, and also your guys' ability to respond every time they did have a run? Yeah, you know we found some stuff early, which led to our early run. And, and you know usually I don't like to milk things until the second half, but against this team they score so quickly that we, we kind of went on and milked it which was something we couldn't come back to later uh, and, and then when they went on their run I had already burned a timeout uh, we, we just weren't very good in transition we need to have a conversation about that so then I had to make a choice whether to burn another timeout or not 
and I just something told me I was going to need all my timeouts down the stretch, which thank goodness I, I waited. You guys shot the ball really well this weekend, particularly from three and particularly from three tonight. Uh, anything that goes into that, or what did you think of your shooting? Oh, we've been we've been shooting it well. You know, I, I think there's some guys that, that were slumping early in the year, at least the percentages, and, and also there's some guys that have been making shots that are shooting more. Um, but you know, it's about the time of year where the ball should start going in the basket. You played a lot of games. We have a better feel for what we're trying to do offensively. You know where your shots are going to come from, uh, and, and I think guys, you know, they have good confidence right now, at least for the most part. It seems like Robbie Beasley's a guy that's kind of encompassing exactly what you're talking about. No question about it. And you know, we've we've, we've made some adjustments. We're putting the ball in his hands a little more, and uh, he's a rhythm player. So when he can handle the ball and, and make plays. Uh, I think it's just a lot easier for him to get a shot when he's feeling good about it as opposed to when we think we're trying to get him one and what it is. You talked about it in the preseason and kind of as the season's gone on about the ability to close out in close games. Obviously, it hurt you guys last year in conference play. What do you think it says about the maturity of this group that they were able to close out tonight against a team like we've, Weaver? We've been a lot better. Um, we, we've had some games this year uh, that were like that, this, the Southern Miss, the Air Force, where we pulled away in those situations we got to that eight-minute mark. This wasn't a pull-away game, uh, but we made the plays we needed to make to stay in it and give ourselves a chance, and then whatever happens the last minute happens. Um, so we've, we've matured. Uh, we, we still have some growing up to do. There's some mistakes that, that take place and whatnot that maybe shouldn't, but that's what happens with youth. So as long as you've got freshmen and sophomores on the floor, it's going to be like that sometimes. Kind of in, uh, in both Weaver's runs, the first uh, half was kind of for, because of turnovers. Second was because they were getting a lot of rebounds. Like, how big are those two keys really, you know, throughout this year kind of deciding factors? Yeah, we can't give up that many offensive rebounds. Um, and, and we could have pulled away. We made a miss. And the second shot, second opportunity, I think they scored on three consecutives. Uh, and, and so if they don't get those and we come down and score, you know, you're, you're probably facing their one through one or something like that because you have a lead. Um, it's an area of improvement for us, and we'll continue to work on it. Obviously, plenty of spots you can improve on, and there's a lot of basketball to play. What does this type of win say about your team early on? Thanks, Grit. Um, we, we had enough grit to pull it off. It, it, this game came down to who's going to get that loose ball, who's going to get that rebound, who's going to take that charge. Uh, who's going to come and help and, and block a shot or a wall and make a guy miss? Those are the plays that won the game. It, it, you know, obviously you got to make shots to continue to score, but those those grit plays won the game for us. Lionel talked about how he's never really had a moment like that in front of a crowd like this, so that's must be cool because you know, we talked last year how hard it was for the guys that had never played in front of this. So for a guy like him to experience that, probably a big boost for him. For a lot of them, that's why they come here. Right. You know, obviously, you know we, we've. We've got great tradition here, and then winning is expected. But to have support and know that, you know, you're going to have some fans, you know, in, in the building. And for a lot of these young men, you know, some of their options, uh, a good crowd is 500, 1,000. And so for us, a bad crowd is better than most places they would go. So, uh, you know, for him, you know, I, I think it's incredible. And, and sometimes, you know, it's early, early in the year, you don't really have a great feel for it. COVID's played a role. Uh, so as the crowd's starting to pick up right now, I think these guys are enjoying it. Um, and then in the first half, the technical on Mac. what was the explanation given to you for what happened there? Well, they gave him a warning earlier for the flop. He had tried to take a charge. Uh, there was a little bit of a collision there. I don't think he was trying to take a charge. I think that the trip fell or whatever. They thought it was a flop. And so after your first warning, the second one was a 10. Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 
And finally, we'll hear from Randy Ray, longtime head coach for the Weaver State Wildcats. They still just have a thorn in their side when it comes to playing in Missoula. I interview Coach Ray all the time because he's the don of the league. He's a guy I think is a really good coach, and I always enjoy talking to him. Uh, but I haven't interviewed him after a win in Missoula in a, in a really long time. I think since I was actually in college because I did have the, the brief a hiatus from the state of Montana. So, um, you know, I always feel bad grabbing the coaches afterwards because they're never really in a good mood. But part of the job, both on my side and their side. So here's just a couple of minutes from, from Coach Ray following his team's first Big Sky Conference loss. First, the, in the first half when you guys had, I think, a 14 nothing run, maybe 18-3 to as well to push it. What was going well? What did you guys, what'd you guys change after the beginning of the game? We got stops. We got stops. We were able to get out in some break and push the break. And once we did, I thought we got in better rhythm offensively and our offense flowed better. But it was all about getting some stops and rebounds and then pushing the ball a little bit faster. They're guards, and they're playing several different guys on the ball. So, I mean, how, does, how, how difficult does that make Montana to guard? I'm sorry. They're playing saying? several guys on the ball. They're playing Beasley on the oh, ball, yeah. Parker on the ball. Yeah. They have several guys that can handle the ball. How much does that just add to what they do offensively? It, it really doesn't have, you know, have a big effect because we do a lot of switching. Sure. And we switch off on different guys. And they were trying to work different matchups. And, you know, Travis trying to get guys on different guys. But it didn't really uh, – whoever's bringing the ball down the court or starting the offense didn't really have a big effect because we do a lot of switching. Super physical the whole game, but the last minute or so it was as well. So, just, I mean, just take me through it. Yeah, well, it was – I mean, you could look on every – there could have been a call on every play, right? Totally. And uh, But I thought, you know, whatever. The game was called evenly, and that's what it was. But, you know, it came down to a circus play, you know. Right. The guy's going to shoot it, and we guarded it really well, and he throws it down, and the guy volleyballs the ball in the rim. And I guess it might be a fitting end to the way this game was played. Two good basketball teams. you got to play really well up here to yeah. beat these guys. Yeah. We played well enough to give ourselves a chance, just one play short. Well, on that exact note, I mean, it seemed like your guys were thriving off the crowd, especially uh, Porter and, and McEwen. So, I mean, what do you think of their ability to kind of handle this atmosphere? Yeah, we got an older team, you know. They've been through it, and they've kind of been through the wars a little bit. So, I think they like it. I think they like the, uh, the crowd and kind of gets their juices flowing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so when you got an older team, they seem to handle that stuff a little better. We got for you guys, right? Yeah. So what do you want? What do you want to disapprove on this week? Uh, I don't know. I got to watch the film. <laughs> yeah. I got to be honest. Too early. I'm gonna watch both game films. Uh, you know, over the weekend, and then we'll we'll look. But I I like where we're at. We got a good basketball team, and you know we're gonna be in a lot of games. So we just gotta look at the film and see what we gotta do to get better.